What is going on? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs. This is your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. I collect sports cards. I have a podcast about collecting sports cards. And we are just going to go. We're hitting the ground running. I want to first say we do not have any unofficial sponsors for this week. The unofficial well is dry. So we had to go out and get an official sponsor for today. So I want to thank and welcome the first official sponsor here on the Stacking Slabs podcast and the Stacking Slabs platform. And that is our good friends from Card Ladder. Card Ladder is the official data sponsor of the show. I want to thank those fine people over there. I am doing a ton of content, a ton more content in the Patreon group, and a lot of it is driven from data directly on Card Ladder. So I'm really excited to work with them, get them in the fold. If you're looking for a new data solution, I spend all my time in Card Ladder, so go check out what they're doing. There will be more future partners as I build this thing out. I am looking to bring on brands and people that I believe in, products that I actually use. We keep it 100 on here. It's all about being genuine and authentic. So it just made sense based on product that I love, people that I believe in, to bring Card Ladder on. We're going to talk about a lot of different topics today as we do on the flagship, the Wednesday show, but let's get into it. So. First week, uh, what I learned from the Patreon group here, ton of support. Um, there is an outpouring of people who have a desire for more collector-focused content. This has me motivated. Like I am literally, my family left the house for like the first time in a long time that I and I was home on the weekend, and I had a burning thought in my brain about. Um, some sales and some data regarding Gold Prism that I had seen and some conclusions that I made. So I just like hopped on the mic really quick, recorded like a 12-minute episode and dropped it on like Saturday evening. Um, So there's just like this constant flow of content that's coming from me and going into that group because the people who are signed up for the group, that's what they're there for. So I'm excited It's like the more people I get, the more motivated I am. It's an awesome community so far. It's so many people that I love and respect on Instagram. Instagram. Um, And it's just been so much fun. And and it feels like there's so much momentum too. So it's like, uh, you know, I'm having conversations with my wife about the excitement that I have towards the group and how I'm thinking about building it out. So really, really pumped at the week one progress and just want to let everyone know who's in the group, who's listening to this. I'm having a blast. And if you're not in the group, get in the group. The link is in the show notes. Would love to have you at any level. I recorded an exclusive episode on defensive players and what I see and what I think. So that is a full length episode that is in there now, along with video content. People want video. If you want video, it's not going to be on the YouTube machine. It is going to be in the Patreon group. And I want to give our first member shout out. We are doing shout outs for members. 
And today's shout out goes to my man, James at Mad City Collector. I've enjoyed all my interactions with James over the course of uh, several years. Um, He is a soccer guy. Um, He specializes in 2017, 2018 tops, chrome, gold refractors, likes the vintage stuff. As I build and grow this out, like I need and I'm going to be bringing on subject matter experts in disciplines that are outside of my zone, soccer, hockey, baseball. And so when I think about that, I think about James and his page and just the passion he shares. And it it excites me and to help elevate like people and voices like that through this. So everyone go check out my man, James, Mad City Collector on the Instagram machine. And we are here. It's Super Bowl week. It always feels like the weekend as I record this where there's no football. It's like, I don't even know what to do. And I think a lot of people feel like lost. I've been consuming a ton of content. My preferred platform for football content is I'm a big fan of the athletic football show. I am a subscriber to the athletic. I like Robert Mays, Nate Tice, what they do. Just really good content. So I feel like I'm already OD'd on Super Bowl content. I am beginning to think about where my bets are placed. I it's hard for me to pick against the Chiefs and Mahomes. I had this moment when the Chiefs beat the Bills and it was just like here we go again. And that's where I'm at right now. If I'm a betting man, it's hard for me to bet against an all-time great and that's Patrick Mahomes. And this is taking nothing away from the 49ers, which are an absolutely loaded stacked, super talented team. And the Niners, outside of my own, probably have my favorite head coach. I love Kyle Shanahan. I love his demeanor. I love his attitude. I love his innovation, everything about this guy. And he's due. So I think this matchup's really good. I'm leaning towards Chiefs for everything I said because it's at the end of the day. And I think Brock Purdy's a great quarterback. I do. Uh, and people are like, did you say great? I I think you have, regardless of your play style and how you are, like to get to this level, regardless of who's around you, I think he gets kind of just disrespected. And let's let me just go on a little Brock Purdy rant here. Can't we just celebrate the story, everybody? This guy was Mr. Irrelevant and he is in the damn Super Bowl. Like all the hate this guy gets, it's ridiculous. Like, it is so crazy. I I think the story is phenomenal. And if he finishes the story, not like Cody Rhodes, uh, he finishes this story and wins this damn Super Bowl. Like, what are you going to be saying now, haters? I think just like, can we take a step back and enjoy it? Enjoy the story. But anyways, you put Mahomes up against Purdy. It's really hard for me to say, ah, I'm picking Purdy. But here we are. What I want to share is an annual reminder to you all around what happens to these cards after the Super Bowl. And a lot of the times, even when these guys win, these cards dip. So digging into card ladder, I looked at Mahomes because, you know, if we rewind the tape, Mahomes won the Super Bowl last year. So from I looked at the data from February 12th, 23 to 2-3-23, Patrick Mahomes' cards are down 9.46%. 
So you look at the you look at the graphs, you look at the charts, you look at the data. It, it's just like there's these moments where Mahomes' cards just went so high that it's really hard to play catch up. But after the Super Bowl, and I was kind of surprised by this. After the Super Bowl, there was actually a month where his cards went up really quick and then went back down, fell off the table, and then there was a bump back up when football started. So I say all this to say maybe it changes because Mahomes has been in this spot before, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know, but I just think it's like really important to understand like if you get excited and you've always wanted to collect Patrick Mahomes cards just to understand the timing of when when's a good time because of course when he's holding this trophy and he's got another Super Bowl under his belt we're all going to we've been thinking about Mahomes cards we want to go jump and get Mahomes cards and maybe it's just like just wait a second there's a flooding of cards prices go up prices go down we'll just see I'm interested to see what happens and I looked at Purdy's cards same time frame his cards are up 29% over that period of time and he had a peak on October, uh, around October 15th. And then what's interesting is through November and February, his cards have been really steady. It's like a straight line and it's been slightly going up a little bit. I certainly think a Super Bowl win for Brock Purdy means security and it means security of for those collectors um, because it's like he's getting that milestone that many quarterbacks like a Josh Allen have been chasing for so long. But what's interesting is I think perspective and perception is really interesting with Purdy because I think he'll be battling if he wins the Super Bowl, he'll be battling the well, it was it was it his surrounding pieces? Was it the team? Was it the coach? So I'm interested to see how that all shakes out. But I think I think a lot about that. Like what would a Super Bowl mean for these players? Like for Mahomes collectors, you're just like, you're just like the more the better. Added security, I think for Purdy, there certainly will be a flooding of the market for his cards. So I would be cautious if you're a Brock Purdy fan and you want to buy cards and he wins the Super Bowl. It maybe it is the a good time to buy, but on his ultra high end stuff, I'm sure the stuff that's listed with a buy it now price. It probably or it might not be the best time, but who knows? I don't know. I'm just looking at the data and looking at the trends and seeing what's happened year over year. But the Super Bowl is here. Uh, We are getting ready. The whole Taylor Swift of it all, all of it going on. Usher, I mean, I'm I'm excited about Usher. I mean, I want to see what Usher's all about. I mean, he's a performer and it is like 90s R&B zone that like I grew up with. And you make me wanna, you know, you got it bad. All of it. I mean, he's gonna put on a show. So I'm excited to see Usher. Hopefully, he doesn't get completely overshadowed by Taylor Swift, but we'll see. We had an unexpected or expected, based on how you're looking at this, uh, return of the great one, The Rock on SmackDown. And it set up the Rock Roman Reigns. I. I it's not official as I record this, but that's the way we're going for WrestleMania. So it appears that WrestleMania 40 is going to be Rock versus Roman Reigns. And then on the other side, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. This has caused a huge stew on the internet. Cody Rhodes fans are coming out. 
big, big whole ordeal. I'm excited to see how this shakes out. But I wanted to talk about this here because what was interesting is that, and this hasn't ended by the time as I'm recording this. I record these when my family's asleep. So I'm, it's Sunday morning. I got my coffee in hand and I'm talking through this. I sent a box of cards to my man, Nick, at the Wharf Sports Cards. And the 2014 gold refractor rock PSA 9 out of 50, first gold refractor was in that box. Now, by dumb luck, the auction ended, ends tonight as I record this, and he showed up on SmackDown to set up WrestleMania. I've never done the timing thing. I just send my cards because I keep my system rolling. But I'm curious to see if the mainstream of it all and him being on the front and center has any impact on people going out and bidding on that card. I think we get caught up too much in this, I'm trying to time the market, I'm trying to do this, when most of the time, I think speed is everything, or at least that's how I roll. Regardless of if that card does well for me or not, I think my strategy is always just going to be continue to, if I want to sell cards to buy cards, just keep the process moving and don't think too long and hard about external factors or things that are outside of my control. And we got the Super Bowl here. It's WrestleMania season. I'm in a good place. I'm happy. These are the, the, the best times. And I almost like, geez, how did I forget this? So we also have, on the other side of this, we have the All-Star Game here in Indianapolis. And I'm, I will be going down to check it out. I will not be paying money to go to any of the big festivities like Dunk Three Point and certainly not the All-Star Game. A little bit outside of my price range, but the city does it right. So if you're going to be an indie for the All-Star Game, enjoy it, man. We're a host city. We, we'd like to have you. The, I know the city has worked long and hard to put this thing on, and it's been a long time coming. So excited for that on the other side of this. Also want to plug the weekly rip, the newsletter. We dropped the newsletter for the first time since 2021, July of 2021, I believe. Uh, we had a edition go out this Sunday. This will be a spot where I share some perspective, long form writing. I love writing. I'm a big writer. Love to express myself through written words. So you'll get that there. Also, it'll be a place where Members of the Patreon group who have cards up for auction, those cards will get placed there, giving them extra visibility, one of the perks of being part of the group. So weekly rip, if you want the newsletter in your inbox every Sunday, go to the damn show notes and sign up. Shout out to my man, Pac Nicholson. Um, Really enjoyed the conversation on Black Refractors and just the sea of Black Refractors that came out on Instagram. It was insane. I think it was the most shared parallel ever since I've been doing these things. And I think it makes sense, right? They're more accessible. A lot of people have black refractors, but I was just completely overwhelmed. And there was a good comment, a post from my man, Charm City Tim, former guest on the show. He put out a post after listening to the episode with Pat Nicholson that I want to read his comment here. He said, this show especially left me with the thought that scarcity matters. But if I look at a card or it makes me feel something, I buy it. I don't care if there are a million copies at the end of the day. If I enjoy looking at a card while flipping through the PC, it belongs. And I thought that was such a profound quote. And I'm a victim of getting caught up in too much too much scarcity at times where 
I have tried to train myself not just to buy card a card because you see it and it comes up and it's $20, but sometimes those are the cards you need. You need those cards. And it's funny, you move so fast and I you know, create so much content in this space and do so many things. And one of the things people keep reminding me every Saturday is the sub 100 Saturday that I would promote. I'd say like, hey, if you bought cards recently that are under a hundred bucks, like share them here. It's like, we get so caught up in talking about the high end, the most expensive, those sorts of cards. And most of the time, most of us are collecting the stuff that are a hundred bucks or less. And it's just the way it is. And so I think just like reminders of that, Tim's comment, our own personal situations, like I shared recently, like the 2015 Purple Mosaic Andrew Luck out of 50 card that I got. That's just absolutely stunning and gorgeous. But, you know, it cost me, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks. But I love that card. And I think we need to continue to tell ourselves that it's okay to love cards that just aren't breaking the bank. I want to shout out my man, Jameson, exquisite sports collectible, Port City Collectibles, his shop. Um, he's going to be on the show. We're going to be talking about NTRPAs on Friday. There's a ton to unpack, ton to understand. Excited to have that. One of the topic to have that conversation this week. One of the topics that I've been thinking a lot about is card photography and just thinking about just the different ways people take photos, people scan their cards how people organize and curate their collection. And one thing I realized, I was like on this huge hiatus of not posting any cards. And that's because it's been so dreary here in Indianapolis. It's like literally been just the definition of brutal outside where it's just like dark, dull, dreary, and cold. And every time I have thought about posting a card, I'll like go, I I post a lot of my cards I have a back screen and porch and it gets really money sunlight and the sunlight hits the cards and it's awesome. But then I'll like take a card out and there's no sun and I'll like try to take a photo. I'm like, I can't post this. This sucks. And then I'll just like not even think about posting a card for another five days and then it'll come. Well, this, this weekend, the sun was out and I was like doing this. I was like sitting here recording something and I looked out of the window and the sun was shining. I like stopped everything. I was like, grab the card. And it was um, Spectra one of one Andrew Luck card. Shout out Timmer's cards. I had a post about it, but I was like, I haven't posted this card. Um, I'm going to post it. And it was so much fun. So I'm like, man, my posting relies heavily on sunlight. And I got a lot of comments about that too. So I just think it's interesting how we all present our cards and how we all present our cards is certainly just an expression of ourselves and our collecting. But that's just something I want to call out. Also, I want to say like, Acquiring a new card is always an opportunity, especially when you're buying it one-to-one of building relationships with people. And my whole thing, and you'll hear this drumbeat over and over, is like, don't be transactional. Don't be transactional. Don't be transactional. I think the less transactional we can be, uh, the more great relationships that can be built. So I got a question based on a card I just bought from somebody, and the card hasn't arrived, so I'm not going to share it yet. But his question to me was, it was a Tyrese Halliburton card. And he said, what are the, like, what are your rules that you have in place as you're buying Halliburton? And I thought about it for a minute and it was like, okay, what we're getting at here is the fact that Halliburton was a rookie on another team. And then he came to the Pacers. 
So it presents this decision of what types of cards do we buy? What types of cards do we prioritize? And I have gotten, I've been through this in the past, obviously, if you go back to like the Carson Wentz of it all, where it's like Carson Wentz was an eagle and he became a Colt and it didn't work out. And through that, I bought a bunch of Eagles Carson Wentz cards and then he wasn't on the Colts. So then I have all these cards and then you just sell them. Been through that. It's weird. And so for me with Halliburton, I have found this. I have found that getting his first year year Pacers cards is a is an important lane for me to collect in. So his first gold prism, which I have, that was an important card for me to get. But also what is important, because I know Halliburton is gonna be here for a long time, is I'm okay with buying his king stuff. And as a matter of fact, I enjoy buying his king stuff because it's king stuff, rookie stuff. Not that the weird interim period where his, he's got a second year. Not opposed in situations, but I don't have any. But I think these types of situations are so interesting as we collect players and they shift teams. I said, I think my final comment was at the end of the day, like I have his first year Pacer gold prism, but I would rather have his rookie card gold prism. That's just how I feel. There's no hard, there's no fast rules, but I find it interesting that these topics come up and we constantly explore them. I want to close this episode out by calling out just my own personal collecting and thinking about the seasonal shifts in your pursuits. I have certainly been less focused on marketplaces and chasing cards. uh, And my time has been focused on building this brand and creating content. Not saying I'm not buying cards, but there's just been a little bit shift. And I think we go through these seasons and different things impact them. And sometimes you're selling cards and sometimes you're buying cards. And it's just, there's back and forth and maybe you're doing it all the time. But I think everyone's always in a different position and everyone always has different priorities. And I think that's okay. And I think that's cool. We don't always need to be buying. We don't always need to be selling. Maybe we are buying, maybe we are selling, but it just changes for everyone. And I know I'm in that period right now where it's like, showing a little bit of restraint and not going out and buying everything that I can or want, uh, but just saving it for those moments that those really cool cards pop up that I need. Appreciate you checking out the Stacking Slabs podcast, tuning in, listening to me. Check out that Patreon group, exclusive collector content. We're bringing people together. We're promoting your damn cards, doing it all the time. You take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Make sure you eat some wings, some pizzas, some cookies, some nachos, some dips, all those things. And we'll talk to you soon. Peace.